Issue Review, Fiscal Services Division, January 5, 2017. Funding for the Adult Mental Health and Disability Services System. Issue. This issue review examines the history of the county adult mental health and disability services system funding structure including the county mental health property tax levy and state appropriations and provides three possible scenarios for long-term system funding. Affected agencies, Department of Human Services and Counties, Code Authority, Iowa Code Chapter 426B and Iowa Code Section 331.424A. History of County Mental Health and Disability Services Funding, County Mental Health and Disability Services Property Tax Levy. In 1995, the General Assembly enacted Senate File 69, Property and Income Tax Act, that changed the way the County Adult Mental Health and Disability Services, MHDS, system was funded and how the County Mental Health Property Tax was levied. Unlike other property tax levies that are calculated based on a dollar rate per $1,000 of property valuation, the county MHDS levy was capped at $214.2 million statewide, with counties choosing to lock in their fiscal year 1994 actual expenditures or their fiscal year 1996 net expenditures as their new county levy dollar cap. After fiscal year 1996, with no option to increase the county levy and no growth in the rate due to increased property value, the state became responsible for funding all new growth in the MHDS system. As a result of the dollar limit freeze, county property tax rates for the levy declined between 1996 and 2016 as property valuations increased. When counties locked in their levy rates in 1995, there were significant variations between county levies. With the growth and shift in population to more urban areas since that time, those variations have only increased. State appropriations. Between fiscal year 1995 and fiscal year 2014, the state provided MHDS funds for the counties mainly through four different appropriations, property tax relief, community services, state cases, and allowed growth. Property tax relief. First appropriated in fiscal year 1996, this appropriation provided property tax relief to counties but did not provide new adult disability services. County levy caps statewide were reduced from $214.2 million to $125.8 million once the $88.4 million general fund appropriation was fully implemented in fiscal year 1998. The law was designed to allow counties to levy additional funds to reach the $214.2 million levy cap if the state did not provide the $88.4 million in property tax relief. All counties received the same property tax relief allocation each year as long as they complied with all statutory filing requirements. The property tax relief appropriation was eliminated as part of the state's buyout of county Medicaid expenditures in fiscal year 2013. Community services. First appropriated in fiscal year 1995, this appropriation provided additional MHDS services in all 99 counties and was distributed 50% based on county population and 50% based on the percentage of the population below the federal poverty level. This appropriation ranged from $28.7 million in fiscal year 1994 to $14.2 million in fiscal year 2010 and was gradually reduced over time due to various across-the-board budget reductions and other spending cuts. The community services appropriation was eliminated as part of the state's buyout of county Medicaid expenditures in fiscal year 2013. 
State cases, first appropriated in fiscal year 1995, the state cases appropriation was provided to counties for services to individuals with no county or legal settlement. Legal settlement was a term used to describe an individual's status in a county and determine who is responsible for payment for services. To qualify for legal settlement in a county, a person was required to continuously reside in a county for a period of one year. However, a person who moved to another county to receive services could not become legally settled in that county until that person resided there for one year without services. An individual who moved in from out of state and needed services within the first year of residency qualified for funding from the state cases appropriation because the person could not qualify for legal settlement in any county. The state cases appropriation grew from approximately $3 million in fiscal year 1995 to $11.2 million in fiscal year 2013. Legal settlement was eliminated beginning in fiscal year 2014 with payment for services becoming based only on residency. The legal settlement appropriation was provided in fiscal year 2014 and fiscal year 2015 based on historical allotments to counties before it was eliminated in fiscal year 2016. Allowed growth. First appropriated in fiscal year 1998, the allowed growth appropriation provided all growth in the MHDS system for counties above the $214.2 million base year levy cap. The distribution of the appropriation was based on a formula that took into account population percentage of the county's levy limit levied, fund balance, and net county expenditure. The formula was adjusted regularly to provide more certainty of county allocations and to distribute funds where they were most needed. The average allowed growth appropriation increase was 1.93% between fiscal year 1998 and fiscal year 2013, but increases varied greatly between years, ranging from a 4.71% decrease in fiscal year 2002 to a 6.95% increase in fiscal year 2008. The allowed growth appropriation was eliminated as part of the state's buyout of county Medicaid expenditures in fiscal year 2013. Through these appropriations, funding for the MHDS system has varied over time. Typically, more new monies were appropriated when the economy was strong and reductions were made during recessions. Recent changes, mental health and disability services redesign. Senate File 525, Fiscal Year 2012 Mental Health and Disability Services Redesign Act, enacted during the 2011 legislative session, included a number of major provisions that laid the groundwork for redesign of the MHDS system and specified the intent for future legislative changes. Senate File 525 specified that it was the intent of the General Assembly to implement all of the following. Shift funding responsibility for the non-federal share of Medicaid from the counties to the state. Reorganize the system to be administered by counties on a regional basis in a manner that provides multiple points of access in the region for both Medicaid and non-Medicaid funded services. See Attachment C for a map of the 14 regions. Replace legal settlement as the basis for determining financial responsibility for MHDS services with a determination based on where an individual resides. 
and meet the needs of consumers with disabilities in a responsive and cost-effective manner. In addition, the Act required the Department of Human Services, DHS, to design a workgroup process to support the work of the interim committees for MHDS and to make recommendations on eligibility criteria, Medicaid and non-Medicaid core services, outcome and quality measures, provider accreditation, and regional service plans. Many of the recommendations made by the workgroups were implemented in Senate File 2315, Fiscal Year 2013 Adult Disability Services Redesign Act, enacted during the 2012 legislative session. Medicaid buyout and transition. One of the major provisions implemented by Senate File 2315 shifted the responsibility for payment of Medicaid services from the counties to the state. The Medicaid service categories that were shifted to the state included the Intellectual Disability Waiver, Habilitation Services, Intermediate Care Facilities for Individuals with Intellectual Disabilities, and the State Resource Centers. Medicaid services that were previously paid for by the counties cost the state $240.9 million in fiscal year 2013. As part of this shift, also known as the Medicaid County Buyout, the state retained and appropriated to Medicaid approximately $190.9 million in general fund appropriations that were previously distributed to the counties and made up the remaining $50 million with a new general fund appropriation to Medicaid. Due to the cost of buying out the Medicaid program, the counties received no general distribution of state funds to pay for the remaining non-Medicaid county MHDS services in fiscal year 2013 other than state cases. The state did provide an $11.6 million supplemental appropriation to a transition fund for counties that met certain criteria. Counties were eligible for funding if they needed additional resources to pay for current services under the county plan. A total of $11.6 million was distributed from the fund to 26 counties in March 2013. $47.28 per capita limit and county levy structure. In addition to implementing many elements of the redesign, Senate File 2315 also created a new MHDS levy that began July 1, 2013. The old funding formula was eliminated and replaced with a new formula that distributed funding on a per capita basis. The new levy has a cap of $125.8 million, the same dollar amount as the previous levy. However, the new methodology converts the cap to a county per capita dollar amount based on general population with a dollar target of $47.28 per capita. In any fiscal year that a county base year levy cap is less than the per capita dollar amount, the state may provide an equalization payment to make up the difference and bring a county to $47.28 per capita. Any county that previously had the ability to levy more than $47.28 per capita was required to reduce their levy to no more than $47.28 per capita. The governor and the General Assembly provided an equalization appropriation in fiscal year 2014, $29.8 million, and fiscal year 2015, $30.6 million. But because of large county fund balances, among other factors, no equalization appropriation was provided for fiscal year 2016 or fiscal year 2017. The $47.28 per capita limit that went into effect beginning in fiscal year 2014 was set to be repealed after fiscal year 2015, but the Governor and the General Assembly have since extended the repeal to July 1, 2017. 
If the $47.28 limit is repealed, the levy will revert back to the historical $125.8 million cap. The per capita methodology allowed 54 counties to receive equalization funds in fiscal year 2014 and fiscal year 2015 to bring their county levies up to the $47.28 per capita target. There were 45 counties above the target and they were required to reduce the maximum amount they could levy by $10.8 million in fiscal year 2014 and $11 million in fiscal year 2015. The net effect to the system equaled $144.8 million in fiscal year 2014 and $145.3 million in fiscal year 2015, which was available for non-Medicaid services distributed equally to counties based on population. Although state appropriations were not provided for the formula for fiscal year 2016 and fiscal year 2017, counties that had levies above the $47.28 per capita target were required to reduce their levies by a combined $11 million and $11.1 million for the two years. Ten lowest and highest historical county levies. County, Plymouth, 14 dollars and sixty two cents scott nineteen dollars and thirty cents dallas nineteen dollars and seventy cents lyon twenty one dollars and twenty four cents johnson twenty two dollars and six cents warren twenty two dollars and sixty cents taylor twenty two dollars and eighty five cents powashik twenty three dollars and eighty cents dickinson twenty four dollars and thirty six cents clay twenty four dollars and thirty nine cents green sixty eight dollars and seventeen cents winnishik sixty eight dollars and eighty cents Wapolo, $69.51. Shelby, $74.13. Kosuth, $74.94. Palo Alto, $75.63. Emmett, $82.17. Jasper, $84.63. Carroll, $87.57. And Audubon, $102.85. Moving forward, over the past several years, there have been many major changes to the MHDS system beginning with the Medicaid buyout, the transition from a county-based system to a regionally-based system, 14 regions, the standardization of services with core and core plus service domains, and the implementation of the Iowa Health and Wellness Plan that provides health care coverage to 148,000 low-income adults, including mental health coverage that was previously paid for by counties. After all of the changes, two of the biggest funding issues for the MHDS system include finding a long-term funding solution as the $47.28 per capita limit is set to expire at the end of fiscal year 2017 and achieving funding equity between county taxpayers within a region. There are a number of ways the funding and equality issues could be addressed. Here are three different scenarios that would attempt to provide both equity and long-term funding solutions that the General Assembly may wish to consider. Scenario 1. The state could proportionately buy out the MHDS system over 10 years beginning in fiscal year 2018. The buyout could be structured as a dollar-for-dollar replacement of county property taxes. If the state failed to provide appropriations in any one fiscal year, a county could choose to levy the funds not provided by the state so the total funds available remained at $47.28 multiplied by the county population. The total cost of the buyout to the state at the end of the 10-year period is estimated to be $155.2 million. The assumptions that were used in creating this scenario are provided. 
assumptions. The current per capita formula, $47.28 times population, equals $147.7 million for fiscal year 2018, is used as the starting point. The per capita formula uses the U.S. Census annual population estimate from the calendar year three years prior to the fiscal year for which the formula is being determined. For example, the funding formula for fiscal year 2018 uses CY 2015 population. Population estimates used in this scenario are based on CY 2010 to CY 2015 trends. Beginning in fiscal year 2018, all counties will be allowed to levy up to the per capita limit. Currently, counties are limited to the lower of the $47.28 per capita limit multiplied by the county population or their historic 1996 levy amount. State and county impact. Table 4 illustrates both the estimated cost to the state to buy out the county MHDS levy over 10 years and the estimated maximum property taxes that counties could levy. The chart does not include county fund balances, but many counties have significant fund balances, and those balances would likely have a major impact on reducing actual levies below the maximum amount. Attachment A illustrates the county maximum levy on a county-by-county -county basis. Points to consider. This scenario allows all counties to levy the same maximum amount beginning in fiscal year 2018. This would allow some counties to raise property taxes in many of the urban counties and a few rural counties would likely do so. This scenario was chosen as an example because it addresses the funding equity issue between counties and would help to maintain regional stability in several regions that have significant property tax imbalances between counties. The scenario could be structured differently so that no counties could raise property taxes, but that would require additional state resources in fiscal year 2018 to achieve immediate equity between counties. By prohibiting counties from raising property taxes, it would take three years for the MHDS system to reach equity if a proportional 10-year buyout was used. The state funds appropriated as part of the buyout would likely offset the majority of property tax increases that would occur in fiscal year 2018 and fiscal year 2019, with high-levy counties reducing their levies and replacing those dollars with state funds and low-levy counties raising their levies. In past discussions of a state buyout, one of the biggest issues in determining management of the MHDS system, both during the buyout and once the buyout is complete, Counties currently run the system with state oversight, but there is concern that if counties do not have a financial interest in the system, they have no incentive to control costs. This is an issue that would need to be worked out under any buyout scenario. Counties had ending fund balances of $152.8 million at the end of fiscal year 2015. Although counties are working on responsibly spending down those fund balances to the 25% limit, there may need to be additional requirements for spending down those fund balances in a buyout scenario because counties will no longer need to have 25% of projected expenditures available. With no growth mechanism built into the formula other than population growth, the state may also need to consider some inflationary growth in the future. This additional funding is not likely to be needed in the short term, but may be necessary in the long term. Scenario 2. This scenario would eliminate the $125.8 million cap and allows all counties to levy $47.28 multiplied by the county's general population beginning in fiscal year 2018. 
the potential impact to property taxpayers is an increase of $33 million in fiscal year 2018 with property taxes then increasing or decreasing as the county's population changes. The assumptions that were used in creating this scenario are provided here. Assumptions. The per capita formula uses the U.S. Census annual population estimate from the calendar year three years prior to the fiscal year for which the formula is being determined. For example, the funding formula for fiscal year 2018 uses CY 2015 population. Population estimates used in this scenario are based on CY 2010 to CY 2015 trends. Beginning in fiscal year 2018, all counties would be allowed to levy up to the per capita limit. Currently, counties are limited to the lower of the $47.28 per capita limit multiplied by the county population or their historic 1996 levy amount. County property tax impact. Table 5 shows the estimated maximum property taxes that counties could levy and the increases year by year. The chart does not include county fund balances, but many counties have significant fund balances and those balances would likely have a major impact on reducing actual levies below the maximum amount. Attachment B illustrates the maximum amount county property taxes could increase year by year over a five-year period. Points to consider. This scenario allows all counties that are currently levying below the $47.28 per capita limit to levy up to that rate and gives 53 counties the potential to raise property taxes by $33 million in fiscal year 2018. The large increase is due to the equalization of the levies on a per capita amount. If the General Assembly does not wish to see property tax limits rise by that large of an amount in fiscal year 2018, a new cap could be phased in over several years. This may require additional state appropriations to certain counties that have expenditures greater than their current levy. As the populations of smaller counties decline, their MHDS levies will decrease as well. In fiscal year 2018, 34 counties will see their levies reduced due to declining population. In fiscal year 2019 and beyond, the property tax cap would change based on population growth. For example, if over the last three years the average increase in population was 0.46%, that would translate to a levy increase of $754,116 for fiscal year 2019. Due to substantial fund balances in many counties, it is unlikely that most counties will significantly increase their property taxes in short form. There are two groups of counties that are likely to see the largest property tax increases. Certain urban counties that have seen significant population growth since their levy was capped in 1996, including Pope, Johnson, and Scott, and counties that are getting their services subsidized by their regional partners because their levy is capped significantly lower. In both cases, if a county is currently subsidizing a regional partner, the county may reduce its property taxes if the county being subsidized is allowed to increase its levy, creating a standard regional tax levy. With no growth mechanism built into the formula other than population growth, the state may want to consider either raising the $47.28 per capita levy limit at some point in the future or subsidizing with general fund appropriations. This additional funding is not likely to be necessary in the short term, but may be in the long term. Scenario 3. Scenario 3 would eliminate the $125.8 million cap and the 47 
$1.28 per capita limit and revert to a more traditional levy based on a cap of $0.93 cents per $1,000 of taxable property value. The potential increase to property taxpayers is $33 million in fiscal year 2018, similar to Scenario 2, with property taxes fluctuating as counties adjust their levies within the cap or as taxable property value changes. The assumptions that were used in creating the scenario are provided. Assumptions. The $0.93 cent per $1,000 of taxable property value was chosen to provide a similar starting point with the other scenarios for a statewide funding amount in fiscal year 2018. Taxable property value estimates are based on a linear trend of property value from fiscal year 2008 to fiscal year 2017. Estimates do not take into account rollbacks or the complexities of projecting agricultural property taxes. Therefore, estimates have not been calculated on a county-by-county basis. Beginning in fiscal year 2018, all counties will be allowed to levy up to $0.93 per $1,000 of taxable property value. Currently, counties are limited to the lower of the per capita limit of $47.28 multiplied by the county population or their historic 1996 levy amount. County Property Tax Impact Table 6 shows the estimated maximum property taxes that counties could levy and the increases year by year. The chart does not include county fund balances, but many counties have significant fund balances and those balances would likely have a major impact on reducing actual levies below the maximum amount. Points to consider. Allowing counties that are currently levying below the $0.93 per $1,000 of taxable property value to increase their levies to that limit would potentially raise property taxes by $33 million. The large increase is due to the equalization of the levies on an amount per $1,000 of taxable property value. If the General Assembly does not wish to see property tax limits rise by that large of an amount in fiscal year 2018, a new cap could be phased in over several years. This may require additional state appropriations to certain counties that have expenditures that are greater than their current levies. The prevalence of mental illness is relatively consistent throughout Iowa, which was one of the reasons the current per capita model that distributes funds based on population was chosen. The traditional property tax levy structure only tangentially takes into account population and adjustments may be needed to more accurately account for the population and where services are necessary. The levy does not take into account property-rich or property-poor counties. Property-poor counties in the southern part of the state would have fewer resources than property-rich counties. If this is a concern, a more complex formula, such as the school aid formula, could be used to address the issue. The scenario does not include any state funding and places the burden of funding the MHDS system solely on the counties. This scenario could be easily adjusted to include a dollar-for-dollar property tax replacement from the state. Conclusion, there are many ways the General Assembly can address a long-term funding solution and equity between counties for the adult MHDS system. The state can buy out the county levies, place the entire responsibility of funding the system on the levies or continue some form of shared funding arrangement with the counties, regardless of the method chosen to maintain stability in the services that are currently being delivered by the counties. Funding changes need to be implemented for fiscal year 2018 when the $47.28 per capita limit is scheduled to be repealed. Staff contact for this issue review is Jess Benson 
Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-4611. To view all charts, graphs, forms, and other text documents, please go to the Iowa General Assembly website at www.legis.iowa.gov and open the LSA Publications tab at the top. Click on Fiscal Analysis on the left. Then under Fiscal Publications, click on Issue Reviews to Funding for the Adult Mental Health and Disability Services System.